This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey fam, what's up? It's Dr. O here. I wanted to share some of my thoughts on what's going on, not with what's happening overseas of Afghanistan, but what's happening here in the United States as it relates to Afghanistan and, and several other issues that, that are going on out there. I think, yes, definitely we can look at this as um, something that was botched by the Biden administration. I think it was extremely well, poorly planned in terms of what's going on now. And, and the human toll is is really tragic. And we can talk about uh, the, the, the lives lost and whether it was worth it over these 20 years. And that's a big conversation that more people are going to continue to have. I, I do want to talk about another aspect of this, however, as it relates to the United States, primarily the fact that many people who are continuing the insurrectionist acts of January 6th are using this as another opportunity to stir up their racist sentiments and take advantage of native nativist sentiments in order to pull more people on their side, led none other by Trump, who just completely flip-flopped on everything related to Afghanistan in order to promote this racist message. We have people saying things online like, well, do you want the people on these planes landing in your town? Look, the reason why people continue to use these fear tactics simply is because they work. That's how Trump got into office. Trump could not have gotten into office without the politics of fear because he had no other leg to stand on. This is not over. And when you see other other people who are out there utilizing this this rhetoric, it's because there's still an audience. It, we saw just also with the with the man who was outside the Library of Congress talking about having a bomb and 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 the and the words that were used and how members of Congress were out there or at least at the very least one uh, who was out there, uh, Mo Brooks out there in, embracing what he did. And then you have other so-called leaders like Kevin McCarthy who remain silent to this point. Look, the insurrection is still going on. And we have insurrectionist so-called leaders, but we definitely have insurrectionist people who are members of Congress, who are members of the Senate, who are members of the prior administration who want to see this happen. They're in our military, they're in our police forces all across the country. And so the question becomes, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? These same people who are saying that, oh, we can't leave Afghanistan behind. We can't do this. We serve that. And, you know, America is supposed to be this and America keeps its promises and, and all of that other all of those other types of things. All of a sudden, when they realize that people from Afghanistan might be coming here, adding to the what some call the browning of America, it's like, oh, wait a minute. We don't want them here. So which is it? You all? who are out, out there saying that we have to make sure that America keeps its word, but keep those people out. What is it? We have to realize that every opportunity, those who wish to see the insurrection succeed are going to continue to fight to make it happen every single day. They're going to use laws in places like Texas and other places, Georgia and the like, Florida. They're going to use laws to do it. They're going to have protests on the lawns to do it of, of the Capitol and in other places. They're going to fight it in our schools. They're going to do things to keep us distracted. They're going to talk about things relating to critical race theory that they know nothing about. And unfortunately, too many of us don't know enough about it as well to provide a, a counter narrative. The real question becomes at the end of the day, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? We see that this is a problem, 
But outside of just saying, oh, that's just messed up. What are we going to do? Well, what I'm encouraging you all to do is, is the same thing that I'm working to do every single day. Build the knowledge on what's actually going on and challenge the ignorance and hate wherever you see it. You need to let people know that the hate, ignorance and the nativist attitudes have no place here. If we're really going to be upstanders and not be bystanders, we have to call this out. So if there's people on your job, people, school, work colleagues who are saying, oh, man, now these folks from Afghanistan are going to be coming here. You need to ask them the question, what's wrong with that? You need to ask them what was wrong when they were out there helping us and helping us win this war. What was their problem then? What's the issue? Do you have the same sentiment when people are coming from Norway and Sweden and Russia and other places? You have to call it out. If you don't call it out, it's going to fester. And when you hear Congress people out there talking about, you know, you know, these guys are out, you know, like with this whole bomb situation, these guys are out here fighting for our freedoms and all of that. It's all connected. You got to call it out. You got to call it out with your votes. You got to call it out with your petitions. You got to call it out with your marches, with your feet. This is not the time to get complacent. We're, we're calling for all of these things right now, voting rights and so on and so forth. But some of these things are happening because we dropped the ball and we thought maybe because we had a black president or maybe because it's not the 50s and this and that, that these things are going to go away. And then somebody like Trump didn't come and create it. He just unleashed it. And we're still here dealing with the remnants of it. And as somebody who lives in D.C., the Capitol, which is right down the street from me, basically is, is a regular target for these people. And so, look, you have to remember, once you stop fighting for what you want, what you don't want automatically takes over. And so if you're not willing to fight for justice, if you're not willing to stand up to these people in your communities, in your churches, mosques, or synagogues, if you're not willing to, to challenge these people when you see them on the streets or, or, or at work, or if you're not willing to challenge you people who are sharing these thoughts with your kids, educators and the like, or challenge the textbooks that are now that have always been put out there that question the narratives of of the contributions of non-white people to society. If you're not going to be out there speaking on these things, then you are part of the problem. You are not part of the solution. At some point, you have to realize that deciding not to decide is a decision. And you have to decide that you are going to be an upstander, not a bystander, because if you don't, they win. And I'm talking about these proud boys. I'm talking about these Marjorie Taylor Greens of the world. I'm talking about these people out there who want to see race wars, people who want to see who want to get out there and see ignorance prevail, people who want to take advantage of, of the knowledge we do not have. At what point do you say enough is enough? But I'm with you here today saying that if we don't say enough is enough now, it might just be too late. And so as we go into the fall, we got to make sure that we're standing up to the ignorance. We got to stand up there. If you live in a community where people are coming in from Afghanistan, we got to make sure that they we're welcoming to those families and communities because that's what America is supposed to be about. And we also have to make sure that we're putting the pressure on our government, Democrat or Republican, to make sure that the rights that we deserve in this country as it relates to voting and everything else never cease to exist. So look, at the end of the day, you have to remember that if you don't do something, nothing's going to get done. It is on you. It is on me. It is on all of us. And so right now is the time to stand up to the ignorance. Right now is the time to stand up to the hate. Right now is the time to speak truth to power. Right now is the chance to do that because these guys are going to go as far as we will let them. And I can guarantee you, as, as, as Joe Madison talks about, it's not about Jim Crow. And some people say Jim Crow 2.0, but he talks about it's not about Jim Crow. It's about uh, James Crow Esquire, his cousin, more sophisticated cousin he talks about. And he talks about how rather than going through the things like the lynchings and, and all of that other type of stuff, which we know is still happening on some levels today, 
They're using the laws because they know that many of us are ignorant of the laws and won't challenge these people as long as they speak nicely and have these nice suits and and, and, and appear to be compassionate and the like and claim that they're not racist while they're implementing these racist policies. We got to be smarter than this. We got to do better. If not you, then who? And if not now, then when? So I condemn all of these attacks on people who are saying that people from Afghanistan are not welcome. People who helped, fight, who helped us fight in, in a war there that many argue we should have never been involved in in the first place. And even if they didn't help us in a war in any way, shape or form, if they're seeking refuge, we have the ability to provide that. I mean, let's not forget that this is the same country that turned away Jewish people during the Holocaust, that sent them back to their deaths. Let's not, let's not forget that. So even at times where we claim to be have that where we claim to have the moral high ground and, and, and be caring for all of humanity, we have some very, very, very dark moments in our history where we were just like, sorry, America first. And even when we said America first, it didn't apply to every American born person. So again, get out there, condemn the hate. Don't let nativism run over this country. Don't let the Tucker Carlson's of the world who have that nativist agenda traveling across the world to meet with other white supremacists in other countries. Don't let them win. We will win if we do not give in. The time is late. The hour is now. We need to stand up and fight. The only real question for each and every one of us is how. Peace. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.